Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the competition. All right, welcome. Hope everyone's having a great day. Everyone's having a great day. Hey, welcome to the Executive Corrupt Grades podcast with your host today, Tim Madden, the beautiful Christina Madden is out today because we 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 actually going to see our mentors very soon. More to come on that. But hey, if you don't know us, we are the founders, the co-founders of the fastest growing career services agency in America. And I have just a great topic for you today. Hey, if you don't know us, we help, right? Directors, VPs, and executives, like get the next role, keep the next role, and excel at the next role. So if you're looking to do that, definitely go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Or if you're in our search now and you want some free resources or maybe you're approaching one, you can go over to execupgrades.com backslash resources. Bunch of free material for you over there to upgrade your career. So, hey, of course, let's get started. We go live each week in the Executive Career Network, the fastest growing career services network on Facebook. Come check us out. I believe there's 13,000 of us in there as well. And to our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube, I am monitoring the comments today. So, hey, as always, got any questions, got any insight, love to hear from you. And to our friends who listen on the internet after we're done going live on Apple and Spotify, we appreciate you. And remember, it is on our goal sheet this year to be one of the most watched right? Podcasts on all things career in America. So go leave us a review over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please. Without further ado. Oh no, there's one more thing. Hey, huge congrats to the clients enrolled in our ECU career acceleration program. Hey, it is today is January 17th. We have had over 20 people accept offers, three more pending, a couple verbal ones have been given. And we have had, we have helped people already this year get on over 103 interviews. So, wow. Congratulations to all the ECU clients. Finding success, getting the job and money you deserve. We appreciate you. All right. Let's get into today's topic. Episode 115, Leadership Legacy Lab. And I know Christina wanted to be here so bad because she had so much good stuff, but she definitely put together some great notes for me that she wanted. So even though, even though she's not here, she will be sharing her insights with you through Tim Madden today. So, hey, to the audience, how do renowned leaders leave a lasting mark in their industries and organizations? How do they do that? How are you going to do that? That's actually what we're talking about today. So first, I want to ask you, because everyone wants different things in their life, right? I've talked to so many people who are looking for a new career, right? And I always tell them, right, like what I want, what you want, what what Brenda wants, what Jack wants, it's all different, right? And no one can tell you what you want. So I tell, you know, I always kind of say a joke. Obviously, me and Christina live down in Florida. So I, I always say, hey, if you like warm weather, 
right? And you like beaches and you don't like paying state taxes, word Florida is a great place. But if you like, you know, because I grew up in Minnesota, if you like ice fishing, if you like snowmobiling, four wheeling, right, camping, you know, all those things, you probably want to live in Minnesota. That's totally fine. It's the same thing with leadership, okay? What do you want to be known for? What do you want to be known for, right? So I just put down a couple notes of what I wanted to be known for and share a story with you. And then, of course, give you some practical, tactical strategies that you can implement, okay? So what do you want your legacy to be? First off, no one spends, really sits down and talks about this, like what kind of leader do they want to be, which is why most people kind of fail. And in hindsight, in the later years of your life, you look back and say, man, I wish I'd have done stuff a lot differently. So now is your time to take charge, right, of your leadership and what kind of leader you want to be. So, hey, when you ask Tim Madden, right, well, first, hey, we also want to think about the people who have shaped us, right, made us the leader that we are, right, and possibly impacts my legacy. So the first one I wanted to go over with you, okay, is I am a person who wants to hold people accountable to reach their potential because I know and if you're, if you're listening on Spotify right now or Apple, I know that most people, right, are here. Let's say you're a three out of a 10 and they could be a 10 out of a 10. Okay. Most people, unfortunately, don't live up to their true potential because of many reasons. So number one, hey, if you're rolling with me, if you're in the ECU or in another, you know, venture that me and Christina are in, we want to hold people accountable to reach their full potential. That is our job as leaders. That is one thing I want to be known for. Do you know why? Because someone a long time ago did it for me when I was in a very tough spot. I was depressed. I had anxiety. I was struggling in life and I just didn't know what to do. Hey, let me know in the comments. You ever been there before? And I just didn't know what to do, man. I couldn't get out of the funk. And then I had someone, this is when I was serving in the military, I had someone come to me and say, hey, tomorrow at five o'clock, I know we're not in the military anymore, right? We'll give a, a, a corporate one in a sec. But he said, hey, tomorrow, five o'clock, meet me here. And I started to get in shape and I started to change my mindset and I started to become the Tim Madden that I am today. So fortunately, I had a good leader not let me fail, ladies and gentlemen, early on in my career. Be that person for someone else on your team or the people you lead. Okay. Being holding someone accountable is not like a bad thing in corporate America, right? People should be held accountable, which is why I'm sure, hey, Lisa and Doug, I don't know if you've seen this viral TikTok. Let's go ahead and talk about it. I want to give my insight on this. Hopefully, I don't, you know, you know, no one takes this the wrong way. But recently someone was let go. At a, at a, we won't, we, we won't go too much in detail, right? They were let go at a tech company for not meeting performance standards for five months, ladies and gentlemen. And they made a video on the internet recording them being let go because they didn't reach performance standards. And they said, how dare the company? I'm just shocked, right? You have to be held to standards. What is a company without standards? How can a company thrive 
without the marketing team being held to standards, the sales team, the ops team, the finance team, the HR team, how would you have a company and run a company? You couldn't. It is a good thing. People want to be held accountable. People want to be held accountable to their goals. So that is something I want to be known for. I just met with some of the leaders on my team recently, right? We do here, you know, our mentors are Grant Cardone, Elena Cardone, and Brandon and Natalie Dawson. Love you, right? And they have hit home to us that when we are coaching and developing our people, that we really understand their personal, professional, and financial goals. Because if I know their goals, I show them how can they possibly reach these goals with partnering with us so that they can win on their goals and the company could win. Everyone wants that, right? Well, I hope so. So when I met with these people, not only did I, it wasn't just, yeah, tell me your goals. Oh, those are good personal goals, professional, financial. Good luck. No, we have a meeting now in 30 days, right? What's the meeting for? Following up about your goals, man. Hey, where are you? So not only did they write them down, I'm holding them accountable to. So when they said, I want to do this or that or this, I was like, okay, what are we going to have to do to make that happen? How do we bring daily self-awareness to this? How do we track it? How do we measure it? When's it going to be done by? Perfect. Hey, I'm following up in 30 days. I'm here to support you. I want everyone to win on my team. And if you don't hold people accountable, how could they possibly do that? And if you have people on your team that you can't hold accountable and don't be want to held accountable, hey, hit the road, dog. There's plenty other great companies out there, but you can't roll with me anymore. So, hey, number one, that's something I want to be known for, man. I want people to be held accountable. And, hey, let's be honest. If they can't find success on my team, if they can't find success on your team, and you've done everything you can to set them up for success – Maybe they're not in the right vehicle and that's okay. Maybe they could go be successful at another company, right? It's all good. It's all good. All right. I just wrote two things down when I was thinking about, when I think about what I want to be known for, hey, it's a million things, right? But I was thinking, to not overwhelm anyone, what are like the two most important things that come to my mind? And number one, hey, was a high level of accountability, right? I want to hold people accountable. The second one was I want to be the leader that other people look up to, man, that other people want to be around, that other people want to seek mentorship for. So I'm constantly reinventing myself as Christina and I continue to impact more lives and scale executive corrupt grades. Right. So I'm like, man, each year I need to be a better leader. What does that mean? How do I do that? Right. How do I be the leader others look up to? Well, hey, it's. It's how can I word this? It's it's the easiest and hardest thing. That's the easiest way to say it. It's easy, but it's difficult. It's difficult because change is difficult. Right. Just as humans, we want to stay comfortable. That's just our nature, really comfortable and protected, not putting anything at risk, not growing. Okay. So with that being said, how am I living my life so that I can leave a good leadership legacy for the people I impact? Right? Well, Hey, I know I want to be a leader that other people look up to and the leader of a, of a six figure company of a seven figure company, of an eight figure company, a nine figure company, and a 10 figure company 
can we all agree that those are totally different people? So ask yourself now, if you're trying to go from 50 people to 500, what kind of leader do you need to be to make that happen? Probably not the same tactics and strategies are not going to work because you're going to have to do more with less time. Make sense? So I was sitting here pondering, if I want to be the, the leader that other people look up to, how do I have to live my life? And I'm sorry, alcohol just had to go. Tobacco had to go. Other things had to go. I want to be a role model for the people on my team, right? And I don't want to be one of those leaders that say, do as I say, not as I do, right? Dumbest thing, right? So for me to elevate my team, I have to elevate. And if I continually want my team to elevate, I have to continually have to elevate. Does that make sense? That's what motivates and inspires me every day, right? How can I show up to be the best me? Those are the two things that I would want to be known for. So to, to recap, my leadership legacy, hey, I want to be known for, I want people to, you know, I want to be the leader others look up to, and I want to hold people accountable to their goals and their performance in the workplace. Let me know in the comments or shoot me an email at tim at execupgrades.com. Hey, what do you want to be known for with your leadership ability? So let's get into the different areas. But before we do, I want to, Christina wanted me to share a story of one of the ECU clients and what their legacy will be because they decided they wanted to leave one, right? And it reminded me, remember talking to a gentleman about 18 months ago, 24 months ago, he was a political refugee who sought asylum from a different country. And his big thing is he wanted to be high up in information technology, right? And I said, why do you want to do that? He said, man, I want to show my kids what's possible, right? And to do that, I know I need new tactics and strategies and I need to be a better leader so I can obtain that, so I can show my kids what's possible. That just because we move from another country, just because of this barrier and that barrier and that barrier, that everything's, anything's possible as long as you put your mind to it. I was like, man. We need more fathers like you, my man. <laughs> so, hey, what do you want to be known for? Okay. Let me break down. We got like multiple different areas. First, let me kind of define this for you too. Leadership legacy is about creating a positive and lasting imprint that outlasts the leader's tenure, right? When the leader leaves. It's a reflection of the leader's values, commitment, and the ability to leave the organization and its people in a better state when they assumed it. The concept emphasizes the broader and enduring effects of leadership on both the organization and the people within it. Man, don't you want to leave an organization like that? The average person, if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, the most successful people in business right now, do you know how long they stay at a company? Let me know in the comments. 1.7 years. The people that bring results in companies typically stay with them the most successful 1.7 years. Okay. So with that being said, when those le leaders leave, they leave a lasting impact. Okay. How did they do that? Let's get into it. So, hey, if you're taking notes, vision and strategy, right? 
leader's ability to articulate a compelling vision for the future and the team and implement effective strategies to achieve those long-term goals. So, you know, great leaders, great leaders, okay, have a vision and a strategy to get there. So we have a program here in ECU called Mastering Your First 100 Days. You'd be surprised how many, how many people start a new position without a vision for what kind of leader they want to do, what kind of impact they want to make, and how they're going to, what strategies they're going to employ. How could you possibly be successful? This is exactly why we created the Mastering Your First 100 Day program. So, hey, if you're listening in, you want more info on that program, of course, email me at tim at execupgrades.com. I'll send you some info. Number two, it could be a part of your legacy to just impact culture, which is the biggest proponent because we know if all you did was improve the culture, you can improve the results. It's kind of strange, right, how some person could take over the same amount of, well, it's actually in, uh, let me know in the comments too if you've read the Extreme Ownership book by Jocko Willink. He tells a story a boat cruise during Hell Week at Navy SEAL School, right? Got to share this story with you. He's got Boat Crew 2 and Boat Crew 5. Boat Crew 2 is winning every single match. And in Hell Week, if you don't know, that's five days with like minimal sleep for the Navy SEALs, okay? If you win one of the events, you get a couple minutes off, which you are needed so you don't pass out, right? It's a hard course. So one team keeps winning every single time. The morale is high. The leader's pushing them, right? Everything's going great. They're winning every time. But that's Boat Crew 2. What do you think's happening in Boat Crew 5? The leaders, everyone is chaos. No one's on the same page. The leader's not being effective, right? Strange, right? So the master chief there, the lead instructor, I believe, says, hey, the leaders from Boat Crew 2 and Boat Crew 5, report to me. He swapped them, ladies and gentlemen. He swapped the leader from the crew that won every time with the leader of the crew that lost every time. You can only imagine what happened next. Who do you think won? Boat Crew 5. The leader impacts the culture. It's strange how you can just fire a leader, put a new leader in place, and without changing anything, without changing policy, okay, Without changing procedures, strategies, you can literally get 20 to 30% more production out of your people. It's strange how people can, how effective leaders can do that, right? Maybe that's what you want to be known for. More of a culture impact, which is defined as shaping a positive organizational culture that promotes collaboration, innovation, hey, and good behavior. Do you want to be known for people development? Kind of like what I want to be known for. I just said held people accountable, but maybe it's people, right? Making sure they are growing and developing. That is one thing I hit on my people. I want to send them through courses. I want them to read books. I want them to get better. Not just for the company, because I care about people. And I care about the people on my team. So of course I want them to do better. And I learned a long time ago, unless I continually consume knowledge, I stay stagnant. Do you want to be known for developing people to be the best version of themselves? I think that that would be pretty cool to be known for. 
Or do you just want to be known for results and accomplishments, right? Meaning everywhere you go, you're just bringing a tracker record of success, impacting big results and leaving a mark of just success in the company. You can't be known for everything though, right? Maybe you just want to be known for great results. Nothing wrong with that. Maybe you want to be known for innovation, community and social impact, right? That's important. Building relationships. What do you want to be known for? Probably one of the most important questions you could ask yourself. What do you want out of this life? What do you want out of your marriage? What do you want out of the relationship with your children? What do you want out of your work, your career? What kind of a leader do you want to be known for? If you never ask yourself these questions, you will fumble through life. And then you will wake up, told the story a lot. So if you haven't heard it, please follow along, right? I don't want to be 80 years old one day saying, you know what, man, sit sipping coffee on my, on my uh, porch, right? Man, I wish I'd have helped that person more a long time ago. I wish I'd have held that person accountable. I wish I, I wish I would have lived a better life so I could have been a better role model for people. That is not what you want to be talking about when you're 80 years old. You know what you do want to be talking about? Hey, I wrote down my goals. I wrote down who I wanted to be, what I wanted to become. And I tried as hard as I damn could to make that possible. And some things I achieved and some things I didn't. But you know what? If you try as hard as you can and you still fail, that's okay. At least you give it, gave it your all and you can be at peace with that. No matter how old you are right now, whether you're 30, 40, 50, 60, and ladies and gentlemen, we've helped people in the ECU program up to 77 years old. No matter how old you are, it's never too late to sit down and say, what do you want to be known for? Okay. And what type of leader do you want to be known for? I'd get to work. <laughs> so, hey, if you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast so we can help you become, right? Number one, get the job and money you deserve. Number two, start the new roll off with those visions and strategies so you can get promoted, get everyone on the same page. Or number three, up level in your leadership and development so that you can be the leader you need to be for the next generation. Until next week, have a great day, everyone.